Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my left, AP18 himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing well. To my right, G Double himself, Garrett. How you doing? Doing good. Wednesday Comics Podcast. My name is Marvin. Here again to tell you the comics for the week. Oh, usually I have the computer popped up. Oh, uh, September 13th and 14th, 2022. Uh, right in that middle of uh, September. Feels like yesterday. We were just talking about the beginning of September. And uh, I had to think because, you know, I got... My kids got their uh, Halloween costumes, and ooh, what are they going to be? Uh, my youngest wanted to be Miles Morales. Awesome! I went Good to choice. the Halloween store that is um, by Forty First and Kiwanis next to Pizza Ranch. Uh, no Miles, and the lady did not know who the hell Miles was. <laughs> and, what? Well, she also said she goes, "We only have half our stuff right now. Like this is stuff from last year," and I was like. Well, why are you open then? Got to get it all right now. And was it Spirit? No. Then we went to Spirit, and they had tons of Miles Morales. They had tons of new shit, and they're yeah. You, you wait till October at Spirit; it's gone. Yeah, the other place is like a small like. I don't know. They have a lot of stuff in there. It's just that like none of it is. You can tell none of it is like pop culture stuff from like the last year, so you know that it's older stuff, right? Like it has, uh-huh. it has your obvious Ghostbusters. You could be Luigi. You could be Mario. You can be a Frankenstein. But as Spirit, it was like the the Miles that he got was into the Spider Verse, like branded. And uh, um, I also bought something Halloween related. Not that I'm wearing it for Halloween, but Funko has released uh, giant masks that you can buy, and I bought a Batman one. And they're like they're getting like sold out everywhere online, and I got it for twenty bucks. I did. Is, that, but it's, uh, wait. is that like a Funko face with the Batman mask on? Yep, yep. So it's like awesome. it goes, but probably like eight inches outside my ears on each side. I do. Think so I, I think I saw that there at Spirit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're cool, and they have like I saw Harley and Joker, and they have a uh, for some reason Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman one. Well, you know, gotta go classic. Yeah. So. Uh. They also had at Spirit, and I was going to send this to you, Alex, I totally forgot. Two things, actually. Uh, TMNT, like old school TMNT, 80s cartoon, uh, uh, metal lunchbox. I don't know if you got that already in your collection. I don't know. And they have like these adult uh, costumes that are like, it's it was 20 bucks or 25, one of the two. Um, but it's like a mask. It's only a mask in the upper part. like a, And they had Batman, Flash, Superman, Team and T, uh, Gizmo from Gremlins, and something else. But I saw that they only have two turtles. And guess what turtles, Alex? Have two of the four. Let's see. Uh, Donatello. Donatello is one of Hold them. Up. Are you Alex? <laughs> no, I know I'm not Alex, but I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm saying Leo and Raph. Leo and Raph. What are you going to say? Donatello and what else, Garrett? <sighs> Donatello and Mikey. You always got to sell Mikey shit. Well, I mean, ironically, I mean, of course, there's only four, and you guys guessed all different ones. So, um, <laughs> it was Mikey and Leo, which uh, I, which I think it's just like Mikey, yeah. But I guess Leo, I guess he's like the. But people like Raph, like you were saying, Mikey and Raph would I think would make better a better choice. I said the, the Donnie. I was gonna say Donnie. I thought no, not enough people like Donnie. I'm surprised Leo because I would have thought Mikey and Raph had. As See, the bestsellers. I thought they would pump the Donnie because they printed that shit like 10 years ago and nobody still wants it. So they're still trying to get it out of the store. This was that spirit. I told you they got new shit. in What? It. They got new shit at spirit. 
new shit. Yeah, this was new shit. I you also, know, they do sell a uh, Ghostbusters proton pack that I guess is movie accurate. So. I did. Uh, yeah, I saw that there. Yeah. I did also um, decide because my son is going to be mild. Oh, my other son is going to be Jack Skellington. Um, not comic related. He's going to be. He's going to be what? Jack Skellington, Nightmare Before Christmas. Heard of him? Hmm. Nice, nice. Um, no, I was just trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of who that was. I was like, oh yeah. Um, no, I laugh because I go heard of him. <laughs> um, but my son was like, hey dad, why don't you be Peter Parker, Spider Man? And I was like, I don't know. And then I saw the adult. I found an adult costume that's like a one of those stretchy costumes. Right? Oh fuck, dude! And uh, I think I'm gonna buy it. I I'm still deciding on it, but if I buy it, I want the thing to Supercon. I feel like I got it. I want, but at that point in time, I want you to be the Peter B. Parker from Into the Spider Verse. Wear a coat. Yeah, you can wear like a jacket a and sweats. Wear a jacket and wear your sweatpants over it. You know what? We know you got those gray sweats from the Rocky. Album. Yeah, you know what? Good good call. <laughs> I don't got a brown jacket though, but I do have like this uh, flannel black and white. I think that'd do. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, maybe I do have a brown jacket. I'll, I'll look. Anyways, though, um, Supercon, uh, I actually had a question. I'm not, I know you guys aren't the aficionados of uh, Supercon uh, 2022 uh, Retromania, but um, are you allowed to wear a mask? The people have masks on, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, for like the cosplay and stuff? Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can wear masks. All for right. Sure. I'm going, it's well, f- that dude, this last year, that guy was wearing that, like, the Nightmare Freddy where you, all his eyes oh, were red. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I just couldn't remember. I was like, Spider-Man. I think I'm sure. I mean, I'm guessing it's one of those things that they ask you to take it off so they can see you. That's one thing. But if it's part of your outfit, why couldn't you? I doubt it. It's super con. They'll let you wear a mask. All right. Um, well, I'm. I'm be- I was thinking about dressing up, but I just bought all this freaking Wednesday comic swag. I got a. I got a front. So who knows? I, I might say, try I- to do a uh, uh, Dean motif. For Saturdays for uh, Jim Beaver, but we'll see. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna wear my sweatshirts because I have three of them, one for each day. Mm. So and different logos, so each day it's different. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that too. See, we should coordinate logos. Which ones do you have? All of them. I mean, I guess we could do it after the show, not as part of our show. <laughs> what? He means. I'm saying we don't have to probably talk about it right now while we're on the show. No, this is the best time to talk about it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. You guys don't care. You guys don't care. Maybe they maybe they want to coordinate too with us. Yeah, go. What's where's our what's our website, uh, Marvin? For WednesdayComics.com. Yeah, I mean, how do they get to the shop? Oh, then you click the. I mean, you go WednesdayComics.com, click on the button, the link button, and it'll get you to the shop. Yeah, do that. There's sales all the time. Get some Wednesday Comics swag. There's so many designs. You can even get a hashtag Guest Host One T-shirt. I heard they sold out all over the world now, so it could be, or you could be the first one to buy one. <laughs> you be the judge. <clears throat> oh man, Corey! No, oh, but I'm excited for SuperCon. It's going to be a blast. I am too. And I am guys, too. You said it was two weeks away, and it feels like we've been talking about it forever, and now it's finally here. So. Uh-huh. Um, the plus the plan we have for this year, I feel like uh, getting some uh, multiple guests. On the show, I kind of am excited to mingle and talk with a bunch of people. Right. I will. I need to remember to tell John that's a negative for us on what we normally do. Plus, so. plus, plus. I know you guys normally don't do it, and it's not me coming in here saying that uh, uh, 
that it's all on me. But still, when we put on a sh- uh, game show like that, it's a lot of work, fucking work. So, yeah, that's true. And you're yeah, usually yeah. the host, so okay. Yeah, yeah. but we, you and I always look at like idiots, Garrett. So well, it works out. That's what we do. It's a trick. trying our best in front of Phil Hester. You know, just trying our best. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, hosts, uh, hashtag SLS1. Should we get him on the ringer? <laughs> Definitely sounded like the 90s right there. <laughs> there he is. Hashtag SOS1 from the entertainment capital of the world, the entertainment king himself, Corey. Hey, yo, what's happening, Wednesday Comic fans? <laughs> now, Corey, uh, I did have a question about a comic book with you, um, but I figured you're probably behind. You read, uh, yeah. is Amazing Spider Man number nine in your possession? Uh, it's in my possession. Let me see. Is that the one I have on top here? Oh, uh, wait, is that? Or maybe it's the one that hasn't came out yet? No, nine comes out tomorrow. Okay, I saw a leak from it then. Uh, maybe I'll just keep that to myself. Oh my gosh, don't spoil it. All right, all right, okay. Um, can you? Why would they ever kill off a of Peter Parker? I'm not saying in that book, I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> I'm not, this isn't the spoiler, but if it was the spoiler, I'm well, just asking would, how questions. would you react? Well, Is they kind of did that with Superior Spider-Man, and I would fucking hate it. I mean, yeah, no, I would hate it. I did like Superior, though, and Doc Ock, that was a good take, but we knew Peter was still around, and I wouldn't accept otherwise, so. Corey, I do have a question for you, and this is going to dictate how much you're going to be on the show tonight. Uh, (laughs) No, I don't, it sounded like that, but I actually, I'm being 100% serious. Uh, Are you tired, or do you have to go, or otherwise, can you dig into this D23 news with us? I can dig into D23. All right, let's I go. mean, you know, there isn't any Fantastic Four announcement to talk about, but I can dig into it otherwise. Corey, what do you mean? Yeah. You know what? Let's start there since you, you bring it up out of nowhere. And I know it's been something that you've been vocal about in our chat. Why do you think they hold that back about a cast announcement at this point? Well, I think now that they've officially given an release date, because I don't think initially, I can't remember if you guys can, but I thought it was like in August 2023 initially, so but now it's 2024, so why not just save it for next year's D23 when they're still a year out from the film? We have a release date, we have a director, but that's all really we know. And a a logo, I guess. I feel like they're going to do a like soft, not a soft reveal, but a cold reveal in one of these movies, like in the end credits. That was my thought, too. Like, why you don't announce a cast is that you have them show up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I've heard like rumors, like, you know, people say, like, you know, Jason Seagal is going to show up in a post credit scene of She Hulk. Hold up. I don't know why. Jason Seagal? Yeah. You know, Marshall from How I Met Your Mother? Who the fuck would he be? The thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant his fucking Mr. Fantastic, and I was like, in no <laughs> fucking way. I like him better than uh, Seth Rogen as the thing, though. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I still think both are both are kind of like... I think that that's the thing with the thing, and they always do this shit. Like, with Silver Surfer, uh, but I guess that's Fox, but even still, let's think about this. With Silver Surfer... You can literally pick anybody, and you could just pick the best actor. But yet, they still mm-hmm. have to go like, and they had somebody who could have been that person, but then they voice him more with Lauren Fishburne, and it's just like they just go for a name, 
and I think that's what these two like rumors are about the thing. You can literally go with anybody. You don't have to actually see the person. Uh, nobody's right. gonna, nobody's going to go there and be like, "Is that Seth Rogen?" Like, even when the dude's in like Kung Fu Panda, people aren't going. Is Seth Rogen in this movie? Like, he's not a drawing power. And, and unless unless they go the origin route, which I doubt they're going to do, but they could. Nobody's going to a movie in 2022 to see Seth Rogen or Jason Segel. I yeah, would go true. see for Jason Segel. I think because did you guys watch that Netflix show where um, he like it had uh, Jesse Plemons and uh, oh I can't think of her name. Uh, no, where he like us. kidnaps them and they're like in a you know it's like Jesse Plemons and his girlfriend are. How I Met Your Mother. Is that it? No. Oh, okay. Good try. Um, it's, it's okay. You lost us. How I met your I know, father. I'm the same. He's a really good actor, and but Seth Rogen is too. But he his lane is obviously it's comedy. But it's like I just you know. Oh, hey, it's uh, <laughs> forgetting stuff. Sarah Marshall. Huh? Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, forgetting Sarah Marshall, which is a fantastic movie. Um, Jeez. <laughs> right. So, okay, so, okay, we don't get anything on that. I guess we'll figure out about that. But here's some D23 news over the weekend. Anybody who doesn't know, Alex, uh, D23 is Disney's big kind of expo that they use <laughs> to announce stuff uh, through the spectrum of everything they do from toys to their parks to their shows to their movies, everything. So we're only going to talk about the stuff that is uh, related to what we usually get into. And I will skip all the, the Star Wars stuff for your sake, Alex. Um there wasn't really anything that great, anyways. <laughs> I, I figured when you start talking, about it, I could just zone out and do what I was doing. Uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. They show some footage, um, and they, I saw also they showed like the a tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, beforehand, and uh, a little bit. They showed a new scene. Uh, premieres November 11th, so they didn't show much. They don't, you know, obviously the movie's coming out, so they don't have to tease that much. Um, so we saw a little bit of that. Uh, I think that scene, if I remember correctly, was that actually public there, uh, Corey? The, no, the Black Panther one wasn't. Oh, okay. It was private, but I saw it all on TikTok. Oh, really? You saw it? Garrett, when you see this shit, you got to send it. Because now I can't go look for it because it's taken down probably already. Yeah, right. A lot of this stuff is. I saw the Chadwick tribute, and then I, I remember seeing some more scenes of Namor. Yeah, that was that was the scene uh, the that they showed. It was a Namor one. They also showed footage from the Marvels, the movie that we're gonna get with uh, Car- Carol Danvers, uh, Kamala Khan, and Monica Rambeau. Um, that was something they didn't show to uh, the public, but I, according to a bunch of people here, best Marvel footage they saw at the expo, uh, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Is that something like what? what Where is that on your radar in terms of uh, hype level? The Marvels. So I think everything they've done um, for uh, what was that post credit scene of Shang Chi? Ever since that post credit of Shang Chi, the way that Captain Marvel has been shown, and it's only been two like five second clips. Is you know there's that scene at the end of uh, Shang Chi, and then are you guys all caught up on Miss Marvel? Yes. Then there's that clip at the end of the last episode of Miss Marvel, where it's like I like how they're portraying Carol Danvers. It seems Remind like me she about Shang Chi. What happens at the huh? what happens at the end of Shang Chi? At the first part, it's just where she's like, "Oh, I gotta go. Bruce can handle this. Whatever." Where she's showing some personality. 
like you can definitely tell they've told her, hey, you got to show more of a personality. She wasn't coming across before where she was so wooden. So I think there's a way where like kind of like, you know, how we thought Thor 1 and 2, like there were good parts of it, but it could be better. I think they're still trying to figure that out for Captain Marvel. I mean, I like so. that first movie. The first movie is great. And like, I was just watching it. It was on TV a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, that was a great movie. But then it's just her in Endgame. That's like, eh. well, yeah, they filmed oh, yeah, that first right. before Captain Marvel. So it does it a disservice because you're like, oh, wow. She, you know, coming in in this weird way. And then I don't know. I, they wrote the movie differently. Whatever, but no, um, I'm I'm interested. I'm definitely interested. I really enjoyed Miss Marvel. So for that side of it alone, you know, I really enjoyed it. So and Alex, um, we we assume you're not into it uh, until you catch up with all this stuff. I wasn't listening. What, <laughs> Alex? What are you doing? You finally I hear zipping I'm, and drawers opening. And... I'm drinking my water. I'm trying no, to be hydrated here. I was listening. No, I haven't watched any Miss Marvel. I, I I'd be curious to see what we're gonna do. It's been a long time since we've seen Monica Rambeau show up, so it'd be fun to see her. Uh, I did enjoy the first Carol Danvers movie. It was fine. I did realize that they shot Endgame first, though. Yeah, yeah they did that with Chadwick Boseman as well. Like oh, that's that. that would have been way that would have been a way different outcome if I would have if she would have had the same personality that she did from the movie. Alex, did, did they, they uh, figure out where you live? Are you uh, getting out of town quick or what? Why? I don't know. I hear you making a quick pack of there. You know your bag. No, that's me. That's me. Oh, I'm getting ready tomorrow anything. while I'm talking with my no. <laughs> Corey, no spray bottle. I thought I thought it was Alex. So did I think Corey, no. I was going off of what Garrett said. your lunch. <laughs> I was going off. Hey, what some of us got. You know, I mean, I we can't all podcast for a living. Did, so. did I not hey, say? Do you have hey, time for this? Hey, huh? on vacation. Shut I said, up. I said, do you have time? And he's over here packing a lunch. All right. Well, no, I, I have the time. But <laughs> keep going. All right, you have my undivided attention, Alex. Now. I'm going to go to you first for this one because I think we have. Uh, you'll be most. Uh, uh, I want to hear your insight on this. Thunderbolts, they released the uh, cast of Thunderbolts. It's going to be uh, Winter Soldier, uh, Red mm-hmm. Guardian, uh, Ghost, U.S. Agent, Taskmaster, and Yelena, and then obviously uh, the Countress, the Countress, Julia Louis Dreyfus as a Countress, uh, Countress, Countress, Count, yes. Countess, Jesus Christ, uh, July 26, 2024. Uh, what do you think about that as a Thunderbolts team? What a boring team. What a boring... Thank you, Alex. Yeah, very boring team. I was so bummed. There's no supers at all. You've got four of the same person there. Winter Soldier. You've got uh, U.S. Agent. Even Yelena's the same person. Oh, guess what? Red Guardian's the same fucking thing, too. Uh, But you know what? He's the one I'm most excited to see, to be honest, because he's the most fun, like, character. He's fun, but he's, he's the... Arrogant, annoying character that I don't, which I get yeah. they need. But also, but no, you're right. Like, he fits the same mold. And I guess even Taskmaster, oh, yes, yeah, that's... he has the training as everyone else, but you're never going to see her use anything other than the standard fight moves. It's not like she's going to do the cool I'm, like, I'm still I'm so bummed about Taskmaster. Yep, least excited for Taskmaster. On that Taskmaster is supposed to be the best freaking comedian, like, Besides Deadpool in the Marvel Universe, and that's not happening now. Well, but she, he's supposed to be even the most like well trained. I mean, he can do anything that someone else can do as long as he has seen it. 
this character, no, she can't do shit. Look, I don't disagree yeah, with you, but she they're going to hack her suit, and then she's going to fuck up. But Garrett, she got a new mask, so I mean that fixes it. <laughs> but maybe they'll do a thing where it's like, oh, this is the actual other Taskmaster that we've all wanted. Who's oh ghost? You know, ghost. I'd be interested to see because she at least has something that's different than the other five. You know, I liked ghost. I didn't mind ghost. She was fine. I mean, she wasn't the best, but I didn't mind. You know, I'm gonna go back to that movie because I don't remember her ever turning good. But uh, she must have, I guess. Eh, she kind of like passes out at the end and it's like depowered. I was gonna say she's she's still bad, but she kind of understands where Scott was coming from. Is like, oh, I guess I'll let you go. Um, you know what team they sh- they should have put the leader on this team. Well, he's going to be in. He's going to be in Cap Four. Well, I guess. getting a little ahead of yourself. The next one here. I I know he brought it up. Uh, but I was going to say that the the rumors that we've had for a while and it wasn't presented here. Obviously, it could still be a possibility. But we're obviously missing Baron Zemo on this team, which is like a classic. Like he has to be on that team, and maybe that'll be the story within the movie, and that they're not just going to announce it right away. But also. I agree with you guys. Like that's the Russian Captain America. We got Captain America's protege, and then we got U.S. U.S. agent. That's like the fake protege, and it's like those three are the same person. You couldn't throw like Abomination in there or something like that. Well, yeah, like Abomination, and like he's not doing anything. Like throw him. Like you need to have. I don't know. It's the most vanilla team ever. It's. It reminds me of Suicide Squad from 2016 or 2015 oh, or whatever. It just reminds me of that. Where and that was that was better because I, I mean the team setup was better because there was like actual cool people that had cool powers. Or this is like all just mercenaries basically. Right. This should have been this should have been called like Heroes for Hire or something. But the yeah, thing is, dude. even some of these characters, I feel like could have been for the Dark Avengers run that they could have done, which maybe they're not going to build into that anymore. I understand that. But yeah, I, I can't. I saw that picture and it has shown up multiple times this past week. And I go, what the hell were they thinking? They're just getting lazy. This was your like chance to like, and I know we've had the recasting talk with Chadwick Boseman, but they could have got a new headliner somehow. Like, oh, hey, you know, a likeness of William Hurt takes the super soldier, a new strain of the super soldier serum that de ages him and recast him. And have them be this Hulk thing, you know? That would be such an interesting story. But no, they're just like, eh, mercenary team. Like you said, or you could have had Abomination like you had said. Yeah. Or right. um, bring M'Baku in. Depending on what they're going to do with him in Wakanda yeah. Forever. Bring M'Baku mm-hmm. in. Get a Black Panther-esque or, character in there. Guys, what about um, Mondu? Mondu. Who the fuck's that? that is- <laughs> Yandu, who's dead? No, Doctor Str- Mordu. That's what I'm thinking. Mor- uh, Baron Mordo. Mordo. Yeah. Jeez, oh. man. Mordu, not Mordu from He Man. Speaking, but no, no, no. I was trying to say Modok. Where the fuck is he at? Ooh, Modok was great. He's Modok. dead. Wait, no, he's going to show up in uh, what you call it. Um, yeah, they referenced. I thought they talked about his future coming at some point in time. Yeah, what is he going to be in? I know I can't Isn't remember which trailer. Ant Man. Oh, he's going to be in Ant Man. Quantum. Yeah, well, that's coming out before Thunderbolt. So throw Bodok and effing well, Thunderbolt. Let's go. Let's yeah. Let's move on here and see what else we got. They're going to kill him off in that movie, guys. They can't. They'll never use him again. Sorry. Uh, as you tease, Captain America: New World Order. It's called. Uh, as I stated a, uh, a couple months ago, I don't. I didn't think that was a good title. I still don't. Um, 
but uh, Anthony Mackie has obviously cap. They they call they say here as the new cap. He's been cap for a while. Uh, and then Daniel Ramirez is going to be the new Falcon in that movie. And so that mm-hmm. comes out May 3rd, 2024. And there's also, as you stated before, uh, Tim Blake Nelson's coming back as the leader, somebody who was teased in 2008's Incredible Hulk, coming back after a, a 14-year hiatus. And are they going to play it Which, off like he becomes the leader in that or he's been around for 14 years? <laughs> I'm just well, it's cool. Excited. It's cool, but like... Why the fuck are we putting a Hulk villain in the Captain America movie? Like, I just feel, I don't know what's going on, guys. I'm getting, like, a little frustrated. And I'm getting so nervous about the Daredevil TV show now, because I'm like, I'm seeing F-ups left and right. And, like, yeah, I guess it's different from the comics. But I'm like, you can't tell me there isn't a million Captain America villains. Not even Steve Rogers. Falcons had his, uh, Falcon Cap has had his fair share of villains in the comics. Like, uh, what's the, what's the guy that has the American flag tattooed Nom- on his face? Uh, was that Nomad Nuke. or Nuke? Huh? Nuke. Nuke. Bring effing Nuke. Nuke in. Bring Nuke in. Like bring somebody that like, but the leader, why is Captain America going against the leader? The only, way, the only reason I can imagine he goes up against him is that the leader hopefully is setting the stage for maybe down the line, Hulk getting his own thing. Okay. That's my problem. Why are we setting the stage? There's so much stage setting. We're not actually telling a story for a movie anymore. That's Show me the effing doing. movie. That's I want to see the movie. For you. It's setting the stage for five uh, and six. Where excellence will happen. I want to watch the movie and then give me like a five second clip at the end of the movie. It's like, oh, this thing. Yeah, it's connected to the rest of the universe. But this movie was this movie and this had this plot and it was contained. And like, if you just like say you're only a Captain America fan and you just watch that mm-hmm. movie. Then you got your thrills because you're a Captain America fan. But hey, no, was, honestly, other than, other than the Falcon? movies. No, go ahead. Oh, I just want to. Was there ever a second Falcon? Or I thought it was always. Um, holy shit, what is his Sam? name? Sam. Sam, jeez, Sam Wilson. Well, I mean, in the comics, he's only Cap for a second. So, I mean, he goes yeah. back to being the Falcon. I guess you're right. I guess he's, yeah. I, I just wanted to know if there ever had been a second Falcon. But they're writing it in for MCU. Got it. I well, don't think so, so like I said, you know, everything we've talked about, it's just like, other than Daredevil, maybe. Just Loki. Loki, average news. Average news. It's like, I think what Marvel needs to do, they need to pull back. They need to stop doing these shows. These shows need to end and go back to your two to three movies a year. They can't, dude. Like, they won't. They're not. They're, 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 they're not unfortunately on a quantity doomsday device because they're well, going to keep they're going to keep putting stuff out until they ultimately destroy the MCU. I I told my wife I said I have yet to watch Miss Marvel and I have yet to watch She Hulk because I'm almost too saturated with superhero stuff. I don't care who these characters are, Alex, and and there doesn't seem to be even stakes in. The movies, much like in Thor, there's no stakes of what we're seeing. We know that I, I almost can see phase four being a joke mm-hmm. and whatever changes to get the Fantastic Four, that's when shit will hit the fan and five and six will be phenomenal. But the only movie and only thing that has been important for phase four has been Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Because right. they're trying to be way too lighthearted. 
Before we should continue with the news, so we're I, gonna get sidetracked. No, I was just going to state uh, uh, I wasn't correct, and they aren't going off of the uh, 2015 all new, all different Marvel branding. There was a second during that time when he was capped. There was a second Falcon, uh, Joaquin Torres, um, and I do see here that that actor in that movie is playing that character, and he actually appeared. I don't remember this, but he appeared appeared in the TV show The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he did. He was the rookie uh, soldier in the the aircraft carrier with him. Yeah, right. Um, so there you go. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, as we spoke before, uh, we obviously know about that. That King will be in that movie as a villain. Uh, Bill Murray's in the movie, I guess. As, mm-hmm. But they never stated who he was, so I'm gonna assume he is uh, my Modoc buddy. And uh, that dude, be- that would be crazy. Holy shit, that'd be good. So we'll see about that. Um, that February 17th, 2023, I will agree, Alex, looking at these release dates, it's going to be like a saturation. Like they're trying to pump in three to four a year. And I thought the two was good two a year. That's yeah. it. Is that that's TV not in- oh, that's TV movies. Shows. It's like TV seven. shows. Okay. Yeah. TV shows in between. I will that's, say that's this. That's the thing that gives me is like, I understand even if some of those things like maybe secret invasion need to be a TV show. But I don't think some of these other shows need to be a show anymore. You just need to show a movie, add them into the movie, let that be the introduction, and work your way through. We need, we don't need a whole year's worth of Marvel every year. Right. The one thing they did show, so like so far, all this other stuff, I'm with you, Alex, very skeptical. And also, I mean, I guess all of us are saying the same thing, but I'm very much like, hey, where are you going with this stuff? But the one thing that I did see that really look fantastic to me and I really want to see today is Secret Invasion. Yep. Not formulaic. It doesn't look like a Marvel show. Looks serious. Like that could be another show and not be a Marvel (laughs) show and you wouldn't not know. Like I'm laughing at Corey being 20 feet away from his phone going, yeah. Well, that's what I, that's what I mentioned to scientist Sam. When we watched that trailer together after it came out and I was like, you know why this trailer looks so good? Because it it's a movie trailer. It's not a jokey uh, comedy sitcom trailer, which is a and it's also shot different, very well. Like it's shot, yeah. it's shot in the way that it's trying to mimic like a, a tense thriller, you know, like almost like a spy thriller because it technically is. And but like all these other things, I think have been homogenized. So, like, to be, like, the same thing in the Marvel Universe. And this does seem way different. Like, it's supposed to come out sometime next spring. And it's it's going to have Nick Fury in it. And the Skrulls, obviously. Uh, Mrs. Uh, the Mother of Dragons will appear in this show. Uh, as I can't a, wait. I can't wait. And so, I hate Khaleesi. I also felt like they didn't give him that much away in that trailer. It's just enough to get the mood. And I was like, I'm fucking in, bro. Like, right. like that was the one thing I saw from that whole gambit of of Marvel news that I was like, this is the thing I want to watch right now. Speaking of which, yeah, I oh, mean, like, there's 20 seconds of the Daredevil Born Again segment that uh, I was jonesing for. What about Loki season I, two? Then, oh, go ahead, Alex. Uh, well, I never, I didn't watch the secret, um, secret invasion thing. Do yourself a favor. Right after this podcast is done, you're gonna watch it. You're gonna uh, start shooting some rope, and then you're gonna pass out from all the, the rope <laughs> shot. 
I, I guess hearing you guys talk about it, and that's maybe the thing is, maybe if you're going to do these TV shows, let it be your event show, like Secret Invasion or Infinity, whatever you're going to call it. Let that be your big event. Instead of having to do a whole year's worth of shows, draw out your movie to make it six hours long. Great. Um, I am super stoked to watch this, though. If you guys all think it looks good, I'm interested to see it. Then what they should do is they should make their shows four episodes, each a half hour long. Hey, guess what? You got a two-hour movie. Make a freaking movie instead. Yeah, hey. that, I mean, I shouldn't. Do I shouldn't better. even go. I shouldn't even go down the She-Hulk road. But that's exactly what I'm feeling. Why is this nine episodes? Like, yeah. You know what? Been... I that is what it is, and I it's it's good in its own. Like, it's not good in terms of like that you hyped it up as the next part of this Marvel thing. But I'm saying if that thing came out on its own and like something else was coming out right now, if there was a movie and that was just coming out on its own, kind of how Miss Marvel had it, you know, right? We had Thor coming out, so it really wasn't like this is the only thing that's out there. I think people wouldn't even give a sh- like. It's good enough to like have it out there, but I don't think it's like it's not groundbreaking a, and it's not mind blowing. It's just okay. I mean, it's like it's definitely like if if they came out and said, hey. You know, we want to make a show. We're going to throw the, like make a show. If we had a show on CBS and we wanted to appeal to some older people and possibly some younger people, but mainly mainstream, I think She-Hulk is like the the very mainstream kind of like they're trying to get more people involved. Like it really doesn't it like it's more of a comedy kind of situation, uh, situational comedy sitcom uh, than it is really a comic thing. I feel like so. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think they need to get away because what I think they've fallen into the trap is, and especially with kind of like Doctor Strange a little bit and then uh, Thor, it's like, it's just, it's, it's, they've gone too funny. They've gone that's, that's, trying to, to make, I agree. Too many that's jokes. the thing too, they need is to like, pull that back. Doctor Strange, minus Jason Aaron's run, but Doctor mm-hmm. Strange has always been a stoic, he doesn't really joke. He's an asshole, like to the tenth degree, and right. he's so fucking stubborn and arrogant. And but like that's the reason I love this guy because he'll go into battle and be like, "I'm not going to go into that battle unprepared. I'm going to go in there making sure that not only do I win this thing, that I'm going to wipe all these motherfuckers from the earth, and they're going to wish they never came here." And I don't get that vibe. And I know this is an early Doctor Strange, but like. Homeboy, you talked about between his first movie and and the Avengers Endgame and, and Infinity War movies, like that he upgraded and did all this shit already, and then now we have him Doc Strange too, which he should be at least at the very least have an attitude change and not be still joking around, you know, like he was in in Spider Man Homecoming, wearing a fucking you know parka and having a oh sorry our our portal thing was broken, just like right. And that's the thing too is like there's no kind of shades of characters. They're all that person. I think you know what you yep. know. What I think fucked it up. Honestly, I think RDJ. The, you're gonna say RDJ. I think the RDJ and then bringing in Chris Pratt and that movie is the biggest fucking movie in the whole world. Those two things. They're like we need one of these characters, and they always make it the lead. Yeah, and they're like you got we gotta he's got to be written like that. Like that's their staple. It's like that's their leading man. Is always like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's getting old. And I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm so like excited that what kind of forever is going to be different because I know they're not going to do that in that movie, especially 
like the the way that the movie has to lay out because of what happened with Chadwick. Like it can't be mm-hmm. like jokey like that. There may be jokes right. every once in a while here and there, but it's not going to be the that's the leading character. Mm-hmm. Now watch you know, me. Look. I think I think the perfect joke balance is Star Wars. Sorry, Alex. Four, five, and six. You know, you have your serious movie, and then um, you know you have your jokes throughout, where it's like they're subtle. They're not like in your face. Ha ha! That was so funny. It was just kind of like subtle humor kind of thing like that where it's not like trying to just nail a dad joke or something I, I, like that i will say also something in the superhero world like in the boys when butcher is funny he's funny but when he's serious right. you know he's fucking serious and you believe right. both things Mm-hmm. like it, it needs some gravitas it's just too i don't know it's too jokey and wimpy and it's i don't know every, char- just, every character I know that we, they they turned Every character that they turned into that character is not supposed to be like that. And there are those type of characters in that universe. But because of the way that they currently have this set up, I don't understand. My mind doesn't understand why you would, you know, make a a Doctor Strange movie and you say, like, you're not having a movie with multiple characters in there and f- trying to figure out the dynamic and if they work together and like why would they ever be together and stuff like that like you're literally like, right. oh we have to introduce American Chavez in this movie so it's got to be mm-hmm. an interdimensional thing and it's like yeah. right, like you need to have a straight man to have somebody who's funny and not annoying like somebody right. has to be serious mm-hmm. speaking yeah, of which it's, it's hard to get excited but you know I would say Wakanda Forever definitely excited Secret Invasion excited Speaking Daredevil, of which, and, uh, obviously Corey, you already shed on this, and uh, I won't disagree with you, but Loki season two. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm kind of like, like, I'm more like, I liked where season one went, but you know, it's, again, hey, they said that short round's going to be in season two. Hey, now, if we're going to do a quick little side tangent there, you know what the most exciting thing on the calendar is? Indy 5, and I won't hear anything else. I'm so excited. I, for I will that say movie. this about Indy Five, and we'll go back to Marvel talk in a second here. But mm-hmm. I will say this about Indy Five, and I might be wrong. And somebody, if I am, correct me. Not you guys, I'm an audience, or you guys, if you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when Indiana Four came out, and they were doing press for that movie, I never once saw that Harrison Ford was saying it was a good movie. He always was just like he felt like he was there to be there, and he knew he had to be there, and he knew mm-hmm. that was a paycheck. I feel like he's mm-hmm. old enough now. Like he started getting emotional, being like, "This is a fucking good movie." But mm-hmm. I think I believe the guy. He said this is the last one too. He's like, "Hey, him and John Williams." And dude, it, uh, Wednesday comic fans and you guys, do yourself a favor: go to YouTube and listen to the preview music John Williams released. Good, uh, you're gonna turn into a kid again. Like I don't. I listened to the first sixty seconds of it. I'm like. This is John William is a god of score. Like he's just amazing. Send us it's that like, link. I don't know where the link is. You can go. I just told everybody what to do. <laughs> go to YouTube and search for Indie Five theme. It's not that hard. I guess I'm not listening to it. Uh, That's your problem. <laughs> Garrett, you brought it up. Daredevil Born Again. Right the fuck off. <laughs> Daredevil Born Again. Uh, won't be a sequel to the original Netflix, but it's like a reboot of sorts. They stated Charlie Cox, Vincent Fario, uh, Spring of 2024. What did you think? 
I'm excited for that, but of course, please, because they were so good. Bring back the people that played Karen Page and Foggy Nelson. So I have a theory on that. Uh, His Foggy's girlfriend, I can't remember the actress's name, uh, was on like this summer. She she tweeted a photo and she was wearing a hat that said Disney Plus on it. So if they're bringing back uh, that girl, come on, you got to bring back Foggy and Karen. Like, I just I I really if they give me Karen Page and Foggy Nelson, those two, the actors that played them like Deborah and are not Deborah. What's her name? Deborah and Wall. Darren Wall and uh, I can't think of Foggy's name. Eldon Hansen or something like that. Yeah, if they bring me those two back and I get Kingpin, Dean Forio, and Charlie Cox's Daredevil, I, I won't ask for anything else. And how much if I Kevin... get everything I want and nothing I don't want, I will I will watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't need anybody else. I don't need Jessica Jones back. I don't need Luke Cage. I don't need Iron Fist. I don't need Elektra. Just give me that. I don't think you wanted. I didn't think you want Iron Fist back. So yeah. I mean, I'll even. I no, I do want uh, what's his nuts back as Punisher, but I'll take just Charlie Cox, Karen Page, uh, Foggy, and Kingpin, and I'll go with it. <laughs> um, but um, uh, no, the panel was cool. Uh, I watched a couple minutes of it, and then Charlie Cox's interview after. So yeah, he confirmed that it won't be a direct sequel to Netflix. Um, do you see how excited he somebody, was? What was that? Do you see how excited he was? He goes, I'm finally part of this. And mm-hmm. I saw people online being like, what? You're part of that Netflix stuff before. But I feel like he feels like that was nothing. Right. Yeah. He feels like in not, not in terms of the work, but in terms of like being part of a big project, like they were so not part of that main universe. But now that they are, um, especially how he was introduced in Spider-Man, he said that he was recognized more from his scene in Spider-Man than he's ever been for being Daredevil. That's crazy. To me because I know, if I could crazy. erase my mind and rewatch season three of Daredevil, I would do it in a heartbeat because it was so good. I think Best it was good, but TV I, I've ever seen. I feel yeah. like, I feel like Netflix didn't really push that as much as it could be, especially those last few seasons. Like they, oh, and plus I mean, let's, let's not, so much let's stuff. not forget defenders. I mean, guys, uh, but what but what made me feel good is in that interview, like someone's like, "Oh, it's going to be slapstick Daredevil," and you could tell that he was like, "No, I wouldn't be doing this if they were going to ruin the character." Like there is moments of levity in Daredevil, um, but he's like, "I don't think we'll be straying too far from uh, from his comic book roots uh, for for the darkness because he can't do Daredevil." So like he said, I, he confirmed he's only in one episode of She Hulk. So I'm like, I want She Hulk to like bring him in and then bring him out as quick as effing possible because I don't want She-Hulk to ruin Daredevil. Okay. Right. So I just want him to come in, do his business in that show and then just like move him to stage left and we'll see him in two years. That's what I want. Speaking about Foggy and, and um, Karen. Karen? Yeah. Karen, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, they, uh, Kevin was for the biggest time was like, no, we're, we're not doing Daredevil right now. If we do, we're not going to bring Charlie and Vincent back in. And then they just showed up in in uh, Hawkeye and Spider Man, like, and that's how they announced it. Like, they didn't have a formal announcement; they just showed up in those things. So I feel like you're right, Garrett, that they'll just show up. Like, oh, God, so that'd so. be so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like I said, you know, they brought back uh, the guy that played Foggy for Mighty Ducks Game Changer Season One at Disney. If we hire Emilio Estevez, you cowards. Uh, <laughs> the Minnesota Miracle Man. Minnesota Miracle Man, cowards. 
Anyway. Ironheart <laughs> they showed after they showed some of the Wakanda uh, Forever footage because she'll be in that movie. A uh, little bit of preview of Ironheart, a show coming out about mm-hmm. late 2023. <clears throat> yeah. A little bit about that. I think that's a big unknown because really I haven't seen anything about that, so we'll see about that. Uh, who did they cast as the villain for that? Didn't they cast somebody playing the hood? Oh, they did. The hood. Of, oh, yeah. You know what, Corey? Thank, thank God you brought that up. I got to mm-hmm. say this. For anybody who doesn't read comics or anybody who didn't read New Avengers back in the day for Bendis, and now we get the hood coming up here. Brace yourself. It's a well-known, too. I can't think of Brace freaking... yourself for the shittiest villain. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he just was around for so long, and Bendis was like, he's like made him basically that he could beat up all the defenders where I just fucking hated that guy. Because he literally was not fun to read. He was not fun to have in comics. And yet he was in every fucking comic. So, I mean, I'm sure the, the movies would be different. But he's not bad, like, on a concept level. But if they go based off the comics, get ready for you to hate a villain. So, let's say writing writing wise, he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I got the perfect metaphor for everything post Endgame because uh, I was looking up all the reveals from D twenty three, and someone commented this: "All they got left are the cold fries and the bottom of the kids' meal, my dude." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I don't 100% agree with it, but I think that's a an apt metaphor so far in Facebook. And every once in a while you find a hot one still. But uh, <laughs> The Werewolf by Night special that they're doing coming out the uh, October 7th coming up here. Um, I think that's unique. Yeah, that I think that's fun. Something like that, I will say so. one thing from a very technical level, so it's, you can give or take. Nothing about how it actually looks a story. I saw a man thing made me excited. I love it when I see a man thing. Um, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> Alex, disgusting. Stop. Sorry, <laughs> Grow up. Uh, he it twice. I couldn't help but say it back. <laughs> but it, it it's the trailer at least is in black and white. It wasn't able to confirm that the whole it actually will be in black and white. But um, the trailer is in black and white. But it doesn't look like it was shot for black and white. Like usually when you shoot for black and white, you light for black and white, and so there's a lot of contrast and there's a lot of like you're playing with the very darkest of darks and the lights of lights and you're really using that to your benefit. This seemed like a lot of gray. Like they didn't shoot this for black and white. So I feel like if it is going to be in black and white, it was an afterthought. And if it was just for the trailer, I think it was a bad choice. But otherwise, I think, you know, for a special, who gives a shit? So I'll watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I think the last thing that I can see is Armor Wars. Uh, Echo. They uh, should have oh, a little Echo, bit of Echo, yeah. um, middle of 2023. Uh, uh, Al-Qaeda Cox coming back for that, so we know how that goes. Armor Wars is going to be coming after Secret Invasion. It'll be, this, it'll be the direct sequel to Secret Invasion. Well, Don Cheadle is also in uh, Secret Invasion, and I thought he looked great as uh, part of that movie. It looks like he's a big part of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, ever since uh, Fury left. Yeah, uh, but don't let that get you carried away. You know, they had uh, Don Cheadle there front and center on that Falcon and the Winter Soldier promo poster, and uh, he's in, remember, a minute of it. Well, Armor Wars will be his show, so. Uh, that's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah, I'm excited for it. it. I, 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 think, for uh, it. I think Rhodey needs his uh, day in the sun, and, you know, especially since we're we're not getting robbed, but, like, the Ironheart story obviously isn't going to be the one where we get, like, an AI Tony <laughs> leading her uh to becoming like her version of iron man it'd be nice to see like Rhodey kind of create the next legacy as uh 
as the armor of the Avengers. So like the mm-hmm. iron person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. There we go. That's the Marvel D23 news. Uh, that was really all there was. And like I stated it before, uh, really Secret Invasion, I think, was the highlight for me. Um, the uh, low light, obviously, was that Thunderbolts uh, casting call. So. Mm-hmm. Not casting. Yeah, call, just casting what a uh, fart in the wind. Yep. What if we get 10 mercenaries that have the exact same skill set it seems, and no special powers? I think with the Thunderbolts that I have to say right now is that it doesn't have to be like the thing that was wrong about the first Suicide Squad movie was they picked people like that to go against <laughs> shit that they had no reason going against. And I think James Gunn's Suicide Squad, he's had a nicer balance of like King Shark uh, and the uh, Rat Catcher and stuff like that. And in this movie, it seems like the same thing. Like when you really think about it, even if they're a super soldier, they're not like it. There's nothing really unique about that. They're just really strong. It, and obviously, but like Ghost is the only one really who has a unique power. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are going to punch. I guess Ghost too will punch, but at least she can, you know, do some other stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know how we're, uh, you know, the Thunderbolts, like half the roster were like actually super powered people. Yeah. Well, you know, besides Bucky. Yeah. Fuck that noise. You know, we just want regular people. That's all. <laughs> I I think my, like there's other characters I would have chosen from that we've even met, like Ursa Major when we meet him in Black Widow, and that's who uh, Red Guardian is arm wrestling and breaks his arm, and he's that giant man. He turns into a bear. That would be a cool thing. That would be awesome. That or, would be awesome. That's a great. Or idea. Get, I don't. There's just there's other characters that would have been a way cooler spotlight to them. That would also have proved to be like, hey, we've seen. And the weird thing is that we've seen what they can do with Gardens of the Galaxy. You can be weird and people will go see it. Thunderbolts is so. Ugh, Especially so for, beige. for the people on, on that lineup or in that Black Widow movie, like they picked just people from that movie. They yeah. must have. Yeah. Right. That and the, Captain, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> Uh, here we go, the D23 news. Corey, you have anything additional before we uh, sign you off? Um, you know, Disney side, Hocus Pocus 2. Um, cautiously optimistic. It looks good, but good nervous. Um, I'm I know for that is, one. Uh, Little Mermaid, what I saw, looks promising. But, you know, the live action remakes have been like the Marvel shows. So it starts with an M and ends in id. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about you didn't want a shot for shot remake of the lion king no yeah it's just it's not the you know, same no, no see i wanted the the remaster but i wanted jeremy irons i just want uh, to re-release uh the one i go see in theaters what you're not excited for the mufasa prequel sequel yeah, Mufasa. They're coming out with the Mufasa prequel. You know, it's just mm. yeah. It's Man, not, money grabbing right there. It's not you know? good. 
We've been wanting a Tron 3 for years, but no, we're making Mufasa the prequel. <laughs> I know, and they're even making that Tron ride. Right. So it's like, why would you not make an the ride, movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, otherwise, you got nothing. All right, so <laughs> I'm right. you off. Well, this is hashtag guest host one. Uh, as always, at Marvel Entertainment MCU, do better. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay classy, San Francisco. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. There you go. Uh, hashtag guest host one. Uh, I just realized you guys never sent me comics for the previews this week. so I'm gonna I did, too. Oh, you did? I did, too. Oh, where? I didn't see it. Let me check here. Oh, here it is. Not that there's anything coming out this week that I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Jurassic. Oh, I'm, I, to be fair, power power bomb number or do a power bomb. I haven't read issue one yet. I haven't read issue one yet. Read it. Do a power bomb number four. Darren Warren, uh, Daniel Warren, Warren Johnson, uh, the Knights of Rhine, Rhine, Rin. I have been training in the ring for years to destroy the evil Necroton. And now they have a chance to do it by winning the Death Life Tournament. Only one problem, Sun and Steel are on their way. Alex, you talked about this Powerbomb. I so I, I had read number one a while ago, really enjoyed it. I, I read two and three, and it is super, super good. With no spoilers, it is fantastic. The art is phenomenal. The story has enough... Uh, I don't even want to call it stakes, but I guess there are kind of stakes in this book. There's just enough like dialogue to move the story along. A lot of action. Did you guys ever watch Ultimate Muscle on Fox? Fox Kids? No. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't exist yet when you were watching <laughs> Fox Kids. Um, so it was, it was an anime kind of show where a guy named Kid Muscle comes and he's got to wrestle his way through, and everyone's got like their fucked up powers. One's a walrus dude. That's kind of what this book reminds me of. They go to this realm to duke it out with other tag team wrestlers. And these guys play for keeps because if you win this fight, you step up to the next part of the round. And at the end of it, you can bring someone back from the dead. Uh, it's, it's so fucking awesome. I love it. I'm super stoked that I got this book. Um, Jurassic uh, League. Where the hell is it at? Number five. I, I got it here somewhere. Number five. Uh, Garrett, while I find the credits here, uh, what do you think? Um, you know, out of all the books coming out this week, I was, you know, it's kind of like uh, she, she Mid-Hulk. Uh, not an exciting week for me, but out of all of that, uh, Jurassic League has been fun to read. It's basically the DC Universe. What is Dinosaurs? Um, I'm really hoping they'll Daniel make a Superman. Daniel Warren Johnson. So two yeah. books from Daniel himself and right. Juan Gideon. Right. So the art's good. The story's good. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, the monster fights, uh, except these are dinosaurs. And the Superman dinosaur looks awesome. I really hope they'll make an action figure of them because uh, I will want it. Um yeah, it's just the Justice League uh, fighting uh, dinosaur bad guys. Well, it's Dinosaur Justice League fighting dinosaur bad guys. So uh, pretty simple book, but looks beautiful. Great action. Fun story. Look forward to it. 
Uh, speaking of uh, nothing really coming out, I don't see anything. This is a new Jeff Lemire book. The Bone Archer one? The Black Feathers of something or. Bone mm. Archer? Yeah, part of the yeah. anthology. Yeah. I read that graphic novel. Did you guys read that? The 80 pager? What? No. I don't even know what you're talking about. Dude, it's their new horror universe, the Bone Orchard Mythos. Wasn't it on something else? Huh? Where did you read it? I think I read it on Hoopla. Oh, yeah. I think it came out like in one of their own like digital things first. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we'll check that out. But I did uh, not to... Um, give spoilers out because we rarely like to do that but Batman versus uh, Robin number one did you guys see what happens in that book no, uh, no go ahead and tell me I'm, I'm cool spoilers if anybody uh, is looking forward to that book uh, tomorrow Mark Wade, uh, Muhammad Azar uh, coming out tomorrow or oh, today actually so I mean we're all recording this so I mean you might have read it by now but uh, Alfred's back I saw him on the cover but I didn't think he was back back yeah, he's back Fuck yes, finally. In that issue, I saw a preview of that issue, or like not a preview, but a scan, and uh, Batman says, it's good to have you back, old friend. What the fuck? No, I'm excited, Al. That's what the Batman series has been sorely lacking, is fucking Alfred. Okay? I I mean, I agree. I missed him, but guess what? He's only been gone for like 18 months at the longest. He went out horribly. He went out horribly. (laughs) Oh yeah, your Bane thing, he hates it. Yeah, he got shot. Bane survives a, a bullet to the head, but Alfred, nope. I mean, I I, I agree. I am mad that he survived point blank shot to the face. But I am also at that point where I'm just like, if you're going to kill someone off, let them be dead for at least five years. He was let gone them, for a while. That's two ish years that Alfred's let, been let, gone. Let there be some sadness. Tom let there be some sadness. There was. There it was got, sadness. It got leaked that he's back. It still blows my mind that DC can't keep a fucking secret. No, 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 no. It keep it got leaked because it was in an issue that came out today and I saw it. Yeah, it's already no, out. Well, it came out fuck today. Those people, fuck those you're, people. You're, you're shit just too. behind. Well, what else is new? I'm just now learning what D23 means. You can't tell me that D3? in your in your deepest lows that you wouldn't want an Alfred to pick you back up and say, "Why do we fall, Master Bruce? Should I should I uh, get you a moist towelette?" And just watch. That's when Bane shows back up, breaks his neck again. <laughs> I do find it weird that he says, <laughs> "Alfred." How did he come back? Do you know? Uh yeah, um I'll tell you in a second here. They're on Lazarus Island, aren't they? Rope, of course it was. <laughs> uh Damien gave him some Lazarus juice. He thought he put he was already dead corpse that's been gone for he, two years. He, he poured Lazarus uh juice from the pit on Alfred's grave. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> But uh, when he says old friend, but we know how he treats fucking Alfred, you know, go fetch me some fucking tea. And he says old friend. You think that's a slap maybe, in the face? Maybe it'll be a new Alfred. He's like, I'm not putting that suit back on. Yeah. Is he going to become his? Hey, welcome back, old friend. Get the fucking suit on. I've been out without a butler since you've been gone. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, my butler died. Oh, he's back, though. So he's going to be my butler again. The dude came back to life and he's going to be your butler again. Plus, old friend, that dude's your fucking dad, basically. 
I know that's the part where I'm like, old friend. Yeah, that's a little rough. He should be like, he should just say Alfred cry emoji a times bitch. a billion <laughs> and like hugging Alfred and be like, Alfred, I thought I lost you. But no, instead it's going to be like, hello, old friend. He Welcome back from the grave. Bring yourself together. Did you he ready to do him? all my shit for me? He should you be, ready to detect some shit for me? Yeah. He should yeah. be on his hands and knees. And have Alfred use him as a chair and say, "Sorry, I let you die. You can. I'll be your butler now for the next upcoming whatever." That was his fault, actually. Damien, kind of. I mean, it was really. Damien. Well, it was it was a combo. Batman was. Uh, I will say this: sand in the desert, and Damien was being stubborn. If you haven't, and I only remember from like reading the synopsis because I haven't really, anyways, but. Every single book that Damien's been in since Alfred died, he's been trying to rectify and and bring him back. So, like, you, you stated he's been gone for two years. Like, you think it's too quick? Damien's been trying for two years to get this guy coming back. Yeah, because Alfred's like his, like Batman's Jason Todd. Like, Alfred died right in front of him. And so, like, Damien's biggest failure in his entire Robin career is Alfred dying, I would say, 100%. Right now, the only thing is that Having used the Lazarus pit on him, Alfred's going to go fucking insane. Hey, man. I would love to see a hulked out Alfred. I say it's going to be Purple Hood. Alfred style. Plus, I mean, as we know, (laughs) as we know from the critically acclaimed All-Star Batman and Robin, the boy wonder, uh, (laughs) Alfred probably did something very similar to Damien that he did for Dick is that. He kept him alive and uh, fed him rats and shit. So, yep, in that bat cave. So, I mean, that's probably why Damien loves him. So, who knows if he did that for Dick? Guess what he does for Damien? You know, you're missing some Grayson, sir. Guess what Alfred did for some Dick? What? (laughs) Bruce Wayne should be on his fucking knees scrubbing that bathroom. And Alfred should come in and just use that toilet right in front of him and Jeez. say, clean this when I leave. And I had a lot of beans. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't. That's not my type of humor, but it, it I for some reason, I just need to see something happen to Bruce because this guy has been disrespectful. Alfred is like, he's like a monk, very zen because if I had the training that Alfred did, and I'm I'm uh, once again now thinking that, let's say that the main Alfred they retconned him having some military background. I think they did in All Star, um, All Star Batman, not that one, Scott Snyder one. Um, I would not put up with that shit. I would have broken Batman's neck a long time ago. Then his ass would have been in the ground, and, so, and then I just would put on the fucking suit as Alfred, and I would have been Batman. But uh, you know. <clears throat> Maybe Alfred is the kingpin of Gotham, and that's why all these bad guys keep coming to beat the shit out of Batman. Batman just happens to be too good. Mm. He's trying his best to get other people to kill him. He's, so, keeping, his, he's keeping his son stronger. Brought yeah. you by Cars.com. RainbowComicsAndCards.com, your definitive source for all things comics. Go to RainbowComicsAndCards.com for more information uh, get some comic books on there. Get that Batman versus Robin number one. See this. See this. Uh, Alfred come back in it. Uh, Alex, I, I forgot about this till the end of the show last time, but I remember today. 
What about this weather? What are we looking at? You know what? It's fall. I mean, it's not yet. It's still summer, but it was 84 every today. morning. It's been like 48 in the morning, and it's phenomenal. Well, today was 84. Well, it's still fucking hot outside, but it's 48 this morning in Big the a.m. When the sun isn't up yet. It's fantastic. I opened the windows. I blew some fans. It was fantastic. Everyone, get your sweatshirts ready because it's just around the corner. Right now, 69 degrees I see outside. It's chilly. With uh, You know what they say, though, Alex, though? Enlighten me. I know what you're going to say, but chilly today, hot tamale? Chilly today, hot tamale. So uh, watch out for that heat wave coming. Um, Surprised we haven't had more uh, rainy weather, but I guess the uh, streak of dry weather will continue throughout the nation, throughout the world, actually. We got rivers driving, uh, uh, drying up. Uh, We're seeing ancient things under the water we haven't seen for years. Did you see that um, some lake on the East Coast or river on the East Coast, like, dried up enough that they found... Like a bunch of uh, cement shoes and uh, things tying Canisters. people. Canisters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let them slim, sleep with the fishes. They didn't realize there was going to be a drought this bad uh, in 2022 when they did that. So, um, But those bodies are gone. The fishes ate them a while ago. The <laughs> feet. Uh, hey, Garrett, we have a book club? Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents... Book club. The wait. God. Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy. Uh, the wait issue three uh, we read for uh, tonight. Um, I will say this just jumping in on this thing here. Uh, we had different opinions about issue one and two, the three of us. I would venture to say issue three is the most straightforward and I think the most enjoyable issue so far. Because of that reason. I agree. I enjoyed the issue, but, and I am usually one for facts and uh, scientific logic. When she talks about the, the, the 52 Hertz whale, man, it goes on for a long time. We're talking about that shit. Mm, But it made sense in the moment as uh, 5 million mermaids uh, were, were swimming overhead. It makes sense, but she also could have gotten to the point. 20 panels sooner. Yeah, I thought this issue was like like your alien issue, where it was just straight on horror throughout. Like, this monster was on a rampage. Uh, nothing was going to survive. And it was awesome. Like, from cover to cover, I enjoyed every second of it. I thought I was in like the middle of like a horror movie. Um, and that mermaid... I've never been terrified of a mermaid uh, before these three issues, but now mermaids kind of scare me. So, uh, um, and, and it makes me think back to that episode we did, the back matter, where we were doing like the Mariana's Trench like noises and stuff. I'm like, ooh. I, I actually was going to say, I think on that show we do talk about that sound. Um, but just for everybody's um, uh, refreshing their mind or if they haven't listened to that episode, actually, I did go back and listen to that episode recently. Um, I don't know why. I think I was just going back and listening to random things. I didn't get that far in the episode, though, to confirm whether or not we do this or not, but here's the sound. Terrifying. Not much, but obviously, as you stated, or as they stated in the comic, that is scientifically 
actual fact. And actually, I was thinking about that. Something that Scott does great, and he's done it in his other works, um, past and present of this book, is that he always takes something that is like some anomaly or some sort of mystery that they never found an answer to, and he incorporates it into his books. And so when I was reading that, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember like Scott likes it. He does it a lot in American Vampire. I'm not, and Batman, I remember every once in a while he would do that. But, um, I thought it was a nice inclusion. And, uh, as you stated, the art on this issue, by the way, the most, and I feel like I remember this too when we were reading it way back in the day when it came out, a very alien esque kind of issue of the monster on the loose and they don't know where it is. But they're just trying to escape and be sa- and stay alive, basically. I I like that the man that they brought in to kill it. We never actually see him die, so and I don't remember what happens after the fact. Uh, but as it stands, he stood no chance against that motherfucker. Yeah, and I was like, I was, I thought, I thought he was like, yeah, gonna have a chance. No, gets easily incapacitated. So I was like, oh my god. But he was right about the the spore sacks or venom sacks underneath his eyes. So way to go, him. He was correct. Did you uh, straight shot to the face? You know how so like so. Speaking of which, in the second issue, when I say like something didn't make sense, that's because she was under the influence of that venom. So I actually had to, I went and go back and read that with that context because I forgot about that. Um, but we see a couple other fantasies, like the fantasy of Bob. Which was terrifying. <laughs> His arm just gets ripped off and you realize he's he's being killed. And then, speaking of which, when that guy goes to uh, kill the mermaid and he gets shot, um, he's at a, a dinner table with a beluga whale in there because, remember, he's the uh, guy who captures, like, rare and big pre- uh, animals like that to uh, sell and eat. And so I thought that was very, like, a very well done art-wise. And actually made me look at it for a while being like, I know we're not supposed to eat beluga whales, right? But how many beluga whales we got on the earth? They're not endangered. You could have them. That's we what I'm saying. It. Like, what's different between that <laughs> and eating a fish? I guess they're mm. smart. Fish are made of cartilage. Yeah, there might, be more, there might be more, yeah, more mercury for sure. Uh, in the fish. That beluga this whale, whale is going to have a lot of blubber. Sean you know, Murphy had the Sean Murphy had the audacity since it was his fantasy. This uh, this guy, the beluga was smiling while he was on that table, so <laughs> he's ready to get eaten out. Mm. No, that's not what I meant. What? That's the weird. That's the weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is Meeks doing to that whale? <laughs> Anyways, so they're trying to escape. And their plan of attack is to take some swimsuits, the escape pods, or basically on the other side of the sinking uh, base. And so they would have to swim all the way around there to get into them. But then, as you stated, Garrett, uh, probably uh, 1,001 uh, mermaids show up, and uh, that's how the issue ends. A very nice scene of, of the camera pointing up towards that and just seeing the shadows of all those mermaids coming there uh, as that the main mermaid that we've we've been seeing calls them to action uh i say hey come get your bite food's up wow would you you know what i what i'm also i'm i'm confused how this series goes to 10 issues i'm like this seems like end game it seems like you're all gonna die really quickly so i'm very uh interested to see how this actually makes it 10 (laughs) issues that's the thing 
Um, I'm not even I tease anything, but would you rather? Let me ask you a question based on this issue. Would you rather one of those motherfuckers just come and bite you and you're like fully aware of what's happening? Or would you want it to spray you first with that shit? Now give me that fantasy thing before before I die, you know, and just kill me kill me softly. And so the nice thing is that at least when you do the fantasy, uh you must not feel the pain. So at that point in time, at least you get to enjoy like you die with a smile on your face. Much like that dude did to begin with. Um, yeah, the hunter guy got like a feast and he had his kill like on the on the table, you know? It's like, hey man, I succeeded. Didn't he shake himself out of it as he was shooting, or is he still in it? Because we see the beluga dinner, and he is then looking behind him, trying to shoot him still. I wondered if he shook himself out of it, or if that just happened to be what we what his action was in his dinner party. I'm not sure. I thought it was the end. I thought it was the last scene we saw. Okay. I think he, I mean, uh, it, when he's in the uh, dinner scene, he says something like, um, ah, uh, you devil! And I think he knows, like he's still in the uh, fantasy, and he knows he's in the fantasy, but he's still trying to shoot blindly, basically. Okay, he's aware of the fact that he's now in a fantasy. He knows it's he's fake. He's still yeah. trying to fight. He just he's, doesn't know he's where. He's strong-willed enough to know it's fake. Yeah, because as we can see, with like when uh, uh, Harper, no, yes, no, Lee, Lee, Archer. um, when she gets infected there are things she can still interact with the real world and she just doesn't know like she sees the bird being like that's not your son that's not your son and like so obviously everything is still like it's more hallucinating than like drifting off into a wholly different world so like if you're self-aware enough like he was you can still do something to fight back so because even bob was like oh shit you're and he understood um which i don't know how because he wasn't aware that they were throwing the pheromones around or throwing the, but, but I think it was that Lee was being so understanding, like too understanding, and she was okay with the shit that had gone down. I'm gonna say, I think, oh, sorry, <laughs> and then she bit his hand, so then maybe that threw him off. He's like, Whoa, too kinky. She Woke did, up, she ripped off his arm and then bit his hand, which I feel like that's the way you gotta go. If you're gonna bite my hand, at least rip the arm off first so I don't feel it. So. <laughs> Jared, if they sprayed you in the face, I bet you anything you would see your Mr. Hashtag guess I was one and he would tear off your arm. So, Yeah. I, so? Know that. I thought that scene was great in the comic. I got duped. I was like, oh, no, that's that's totally her. She's coming to get him. Did you boom. think for a second they were pulling at Jurassic Park and the arm was already like cut off and you and he, they were like, oh, and it actually was her? Yeah. What's Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Helen, what's uh, Samuel Jackson's name in that Jurassic Park movie? Ooh, that I don't remember. That's a pull, huh? Remember when Laura Dern is in uh, and his hand comes out and she goes, Mr. Whatever. She's like, we're back in business and it's just his fucking arm. Nobody. That's what For some reason, Weathers is what comes to mind, but I don't think that's it. I'll look it up here. Are you looking it up, Garrett? Uh, Sam Jackson, Jurassic Park. His name was was <laughs> Ray Arnold. Mister, she goes. That's what she says, Mister Arnold. Uh Mister Arnold. I really enjoyed this issue. 
it's obviously very um you know what it is it's not it does genre very well it's a horror issue and it does horror very well and i really like that agreed i think it so far has been my favorite i got the mythology down i got the chase scenes going on um and now the swarm is coming so literally it's been the wake of the mermaids. I just, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no, pretty cool uh, Pretty cool story so far. I mean, not a big fan of issue one, but two and three have been gold. Well, there we go. Uh, the Wake, Scott Snyder and uh, Mr. Sean Murphy himself. Two issues left uh, before we decide if we're going to read the last five, which could be very possible with the way that Garrett's intrigued, so. And once again, yeah, Alex, so far I would say, yeah, we're going to keep going. Once again, sure. I told you already that I'm for the 10. I'm in for the 10 at this point, unless There's five a is a shit though. stick. So I need to see what Garrett thinks of six. So and we at least need to get the six and then we'll see what, <laughs> what happens. But uh, there we go. There's that book. Hold on. Oh, oh, oh I got to turn it up. There you go, book club. Uh, WednesdayComics.com, go there. Ask Garrett Stadia earlier in the show. Get your uh, shirts. A bunch of new shirts, old logos, new logos, uh, one-time logos uh, on sale. Um, go there. Nice, good deal. WednesdayComics.com, click on the web page, website button there. Bring you right over to the merch page. Also, while you're on WednesdayComics.com, subscribe to the show, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and uh, Google Podcasts, excuse me, Android Podcasts. I don't know what the fuck you call it now. And Apple Podcasts. Um, and maybe you're listening to this on a new Apple iPhone 14. Congratulations. Uh, how's that How's that dynamic island? <laughs> I don't get that reference. Oh, you know the notch at the top? Yeah. They made it so now that's like where your notifications show up. The notch at the top? What do you mean? You know, what phone do you have? iPhone what? I have the 10. You know that little black thing at the top where the camera is? Yeah. It's like a black right. notch. So they use that to be like, it like expands. So basically, you know, that is obviously a static thing. It's like a real thing. It's not the screen. But they use the, basically the, the other two halves of the screen to the left and right. And it makes it act like that's where the notifications come. I'll show you a fucking video. It's hard to explain. Um, okay. Uh, but Weird. Did you get to update to Mr. iOS 16? No, I know that uh, our work said that I'm supposed to, but uh, fuck that. <laughs> I think you, what do you get, to. two weeks? Yep, I'll get it done. Yes, Mom, I'll get it done. I'll update my effing phone because my company's demanding it. Yep, security protocols, otherwise you can't log in. Um, Jesus, God, if Alex was over here and where we work, Garrett, he'd just be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, my phone still flips open. Hey! I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. Phones I, flip again. I, I just now. thought about something, Garrett. I never thought about it before because I'm so uh, just used to everybody having a smartphone. If you worked for our company and you didn't have a smartphone, can you not work remotely? Hmm. I mean, yeah, you'd have to have another way to... to I guess like a uh, tablet or something? No, yeah, you'd have to. you have to have something at least. Right. Damn. Well, I guess... We are a technology company, so we you should at least be aware of technology if you, if you work for us. So, uh, 
Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Wednesday Comics at Karat twenty one eighty eight locker number at AP the AP Keaton the AP Keaton not just AP Keaton the only one. Alex is like the lonely whale of Twitter the Uh-oh. AP Keaton. He's the well he's the fifty two whale. All right. Uh, uh, Marvin (laughs) underscore Saguero. Once again, if you ever look at the show notes, our Twitter handles are always in there. Uh, Facebook, go to Facebook and find Wednesday Comics. Uh, Also, remember, go to rootsoftheswampthing.com for all your needs of the swamp. Um, Not literally the swamp. I mean the swamp thing, if you know what I'm talking about. I saw a man thing uh, with this D23, and you know, swamp thing is a different thing. Don't get confused. Man thing, swamp thing. Sounds very similar, but one's a man thing, and the other's a swamp thing. So, uh, go there. They will. I believe we actually there's a, a, a some sort of article in there. I remember reading one time something about man thing. So we'll see about that. Uh, Roots of the swamp thing Also go to rainbowcomicsandcards.com for all your comic book needs. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, physical stores, but online anytime at rainbowcomicsandcards.com. Once again, go to supercon.com. That is S I O U X. P-E-R-C-O-N.com for the Sioux Falls, South Dakota uh, convention to end all conventions. Retromania 2022. Phil Hester brought to you by Wednesday Comics will be there. Mr. Phil Hester himself uh, will be there. And uh, Wednesday Comics will be around. And uh, we'll try to get a scoop. You know what? We're going to talk to Phil. We're going to f- ask him some questions and figure out you know some stuff about this Tom King book that will literally be coming out when that con is over. So uh, we will uh, get an exclusive, put that shit out there, um, and uh, we'll talk to some other people. And we w- we would be talking to guest host, hashtag guest host one in person, but he can't make the trip down, I guess. So he said he's thinking about it. So if you can sway him to come, he might just make it. I'm going to post and be like, don't you want to have a mic in your hand and be talking to the three of us? <clears throat> Oof. Yeah. That sounds like it's really going to sway him our way. <laughs> I am going to show up as Spider-Man, his favorite superhero, and we can arm wrestle or something. Like, I'll sign something for him if he wants me to, I'll because I'll be Spider-Man. That's how that works, Alex. I don't know if you know that. If you dress up like somebody, so let's say you wanted, you know, um, uh, Nicolas Cage. You wanted his autograph, you know. You had you had face off on DVD. You want me to sign the front of it, or excuse me, Nick Cage. But if I dressed up as Nick Cage, that's legit. That and that you, makes me Nick Cage. That that is something you can you get the a seal of authenticity, and you can bring that shit in. And Nick Cage can't argue that in court because for a second I was Nick Cage. You know, I I do need to throw out to people. Uh, you bring your live fear diehards. I'll sign them for you. I did it last year. Land one. Best con that guy ever had. So come on, you can't Sam's copy is gonna go down to value the more you sign other ones. So you're right, you're right. You're that is true. I shouldn't sign any more. People leave them at home. I don't have time to sign them. Speaking of which, if you're interested in movies, the Backlot six oh five friends of the show will be having a film festival at Supercon. So go ahead and you know, come for everything. There's that there. You're gonna hit uh comic book look, they'll be around. They're volunteers always at the at uh Supercon, so you'll see them too. Mikey Martinez be around, you know. Uh, Dylan Jacobson will be around. A lot of people will be around, so you know. And plus, go to supercon.com and see all the guests that are coming. Uh, I know Garrett and Alex are excited for uh, Mr. Dakota Bob himself coming in. And uh, 
Mm-hmm. Garrett so much that he said he's he's gonna do cosplay as Dakota Bob, right? I don't know about that, but is that what you said? I'm not cosplaying as Dakota Bob. What did you say earlier in the show? That I might uh, do uh, a Dean, but wearing a Wednesday comic shirt with flannel over it, because I also gotta I gotta front the cast because I just bought you know about a billion shirts for Wednesday. Ah, uh, just do Dakota Bob. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing Dakota Bob. It's gonna be Bob Singer, which I guess is also Dakota Bob and Bobby Singer from Supernatural. So confusing. Hey, speaking of which, and uh, I only you know this is how I got here because you said Singer. Reminded me of Brian Singer, who did Superman Returns. Superman. Do you see Lois? Uh, Superman and Lois. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Superman mm-hmm. and Lois. They recast that uh, his son. Yeah. Have you, did you see that actor? Did you see his face? Yeah. I mean, he looks pretty similar. Did you not so. see that he looks almost exactly like the other actor now? Now they actually look like they're brothers. Right. Before, it was kind of like, ah, I'll believe it, you know. But uh, now, it really does look believable. So... Speaking of which, uh, that show will always be on Death Watch uh, now with uh, Discovery coming in. You know, uh, it's always up for uh, uh, a slain. So, uh, you know, you invest yourself in a show, twenty-two episodes, and here comes uh, Mister Discovery himself, head of Discovery, and uh, he'll chop a head off. You know, he loves it. He's—I think he's the one who killed Alfred. Actually, to be honest, he came in, he's Bane, and he broke a neck or two. So. Obviously, and then he felt bad. Don't about worry, it. You, he breaks those necks, but everything comes back. So, well, he felt bad about it, and then he brought him back, and uh, obviously, we're grateful for it. So, um, make sure to hug your Alfreds, kiss your Alfreds, uh, <laughs> clean the toilet for your Alfred. So, do anything you can for Wednesday Comics. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, wear your sweatshirt and keep turning those pages. 